Back up on my bullshit, back up on the scene. I will not torture you guys with any more of that song. However, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm still making podcast episodes. <laughs> you know, I just, I know I've been missing in action. And to be honest, my friends have been pushing me like, bitch, when are you going to record another episode? And I always reply, oh, yeah, I think I'll have time to record this week. Me knows I have no time for anything other than things that I don't want to do, but I have to do because capitalism has made it to the point where we have to work for a living. Fuck! Why can't we just frog through the goddamn forest and, you know, enjoy life? I'm like, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think that this is what God had in mind for us. <laughs> But yes, welcome to episode six. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. Of Luna's podcast with Maya Spencer, your host. It's me. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I've been doing pretty well. I just like gotten a new job recently in the last few months. I would say like probably six months now, something like that. I don't know. Um, and just kind of been dealing with that. I got a promotion recently as well. So that's been even more work. Um, and on top of that, got that. I got a new art studio. And running that has been hellish as well. Um, hellish in a good way, though. All of this is good. You know, I'm complaining relatively. Like, I'm not, I'm complaining, but I'm like, eh, I'm actually also really happy about all these things. <laughs> it's just a lot of work and it takes some adjustment, you know, just trying to get used to not having a single thought to myself. Um, <laughs> it'd be me at six o'clock at night, but like, damn, I have not eaten a fucking thing all day, but I did have caffeine. Never miss it, baby. Um, but yeah, my life has been going pretty well, um, to say the least. Um, I think the only thing that has been a, a stake in my side. Um, it's probably dating here in Atlanta. I'm not going to lie. I've been taking a lot of L's. A lot of L's. Not in the way that you would think, but just L's and, like, wasting my fucking time. Like, I don't understand, like, okay, so I, I do understand that you can go on dates and things and not want a relationship, and you're just like, oh, I just kind of want some company. Woo-woo. But let's spell that shit out, okay? Like, Let's spell that out. Why are you on a dating app for relationship-based people if that is not what the fuck you want? What are you goddamn doing? (laughs) This blows my mind. But no, actually, I haven't been on any dates. But, well, recently. um, I just decided to to let things happen naturally, I guess. I don't know. Just maybe I'll meet somebody, like, we just touch the same apple at Whole Foods or something, I don't know. But, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, fucking, fucking sucks being a single black woman in Atlanta, I tell you what. Um, but it's also really, really fucking good, because I can just get up and go whenever I want. But, well, I could still do that if I was being someone, but I would hope to include them. <laughs> so that's the only, you know, push-pull. 
Um, and yeah, but on the bright side, I did get like this strangely cool compliment from two of my coworkers. They were just like, well, new coworkers. It was Miss Maya. I don't know why they call me Miss Maya. I was like, we're all relatively the same age, but (laughs) Miss Maya, um, why are you married? And I was just like, no, do I look married? (laughs) Is that what, is that the vibes I'm getting off? Because (sighs) I have no ring on my finger. Um, and they were just like, no, you just seem like someone that would have a good husband. Like that you just, you know, you're just happy in life. And I said, damn, fuck, fuck your life. Bing bong. Is that what people see? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, do they see, like, oh, she's probably married. I'm not going to bother her. I'm not. I'm getting single tatted on my neck. <laughs> well, I should actually get complicated tatted on my neck because that's exactly what I am. But <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm on the ticks of talk. Um, it's my latest obsession. I put off being a TikTok user for so long because I was just like, eh, there's nothing on there for me until I downloaded the app finally um, out of boredom. And I was like, I've been missing this my whole life. I can't believe I hadn't started this sooner. This platform was built for someone like myself who enjoys being funny, aesthetically pleasing, and also fucking helpful. Like, the app, I I don't know. It's giving very much... It's... It's better than YouTube because the shit is quick. <laughs> like, they will tell you exactly what you need to do to do something in a very short way. And if they don't have it all on there, there's a little link or something. I'm like, yo, this is educational. <laughs> but also entertaining. And so, uh, yeah, follow me on TikTok at Maya Matters. <laughs> to see more of how crazy I am. Yay! Okay, but anyway, enough with the banter. Um, I think I've fully caught you guys up to my life by rambling for these past five minutes. Anywho, <laughs> pop tops, or I should say, actually, this is like, I'm kind of trying to shorten the episodes and not have them so layered, only because I think it would encourage me to be able to do them, like maybe just 20 15 20 minute episodes instead of like borderline an hour and it's just me and I'm talking to myself yeah Uh, (laughs) I cracked myself up clearly but um yeah so I definitely wanted to get on here and kind of discuss a little bit the uh Kyle Rittenhouse Rittenhouse (laughs) um uh, case which, you know, recently they have uh, put the verdict on the news and stuff like that. And um, it's received quite a bit of backlash. Except for from the fucking president of the United States was like, I trust our jury. Yeah, fuck you, white man. Because, <laughs> what? 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 Biden, Biden man, I don't know what he's been doing. He's been doing very much nothing. Very much nothing. Um, because my student loans are still there. So, uh, if you want to please the millennials, clear that fucking student debt, bitch, because I want to buy things, okay? I don't want to give my money back to the education that I regret. Anywho, 
So Kyle Rittenhouse uh, has been acquitted of all charges in the killing of two people um, during the protest and I'm going to murder this fucking name. Kenosha? Kenosha? I feel bad for not not having played the video enough to remember how they pronounced it. But, <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, his defense attorneys were able to convince the jury of 12 uh, that the night of August 25th, 2020, um, at the time where, you know... Um, Kyle was 17 years old, um, and that he was filled with deadly peril for that night of what seemed like absolute chaos. And I'm just like, okay, but if that's the case, though, if you were filled with such peril, why didn't you stay the fuck home? Stay home. Because why Why would you draw... Why would you leave your house and go towards danger if you were just so scared? You know what I'm saying? Like, and you cross, like, the fucking state line to go. You didn't even, you don't even go here. (laughs) You don't even fucking live here, bitch. And you're here. And, like, due to your quote-unquote fear, you've killed two fucking people. Shot three, though. But <laughs> I just want to say rest in peace to the victims. Um, Joseph uh, Rosenbaum might have murdered that last name. I'm so sorry, Joseph. Uh, he was 36. And you uh, have Anthony Huber, 26, a 26-year-old. I'm 27. <clears throat> Fun fact. I'm 27. And so just the fact that this man, 26, like I... I know all our 20-somethings, we know exactly where you are in life when you're, like, 26. Like, you're still building, you're still becoming your person, you know? You're still becoming you. And it just sucks that his life was cut short because some fucking 17-year-old with a goddamn assault rifle shot you, you know? But a civilian! (laughs) Um, And then uh, the... Even, you know, shouts out, well, not shouts out, but I hope that emotionally and physically that uh, Gage Gossenkrutz, Gossenkrutz, Grosskrutz, also probably murdered that, um, who was 26 at the time. Um, I hope that they are doing well um, and that they have managed to heal physically and I hope they're on the way to healing emotionally, especially considering that the person who shot them um, was acquitted of all charges. So, you know, to me in my head, if I was that person, I'd be like, okay, so basically what they're saying is that I was never shot. (laughs) In in my head, that's how I would connect it. But, um, I just want to kind of go through the series of events that night just to show you how fucking stupid the jury is. Um, (laughs) and this isn't about, these are, you know, this isn't about, in this case, this is about like, I feel like this is about punishing people for protesting uh, a, a somewhat humanitarian civil issue, which is police brutality um, and things of that nature and just like un, inju- unjust, um, injustice, so to speak. So, you know, whether in this case the 
the victims are white or black. It's I feel like it's personally still a race issue, but um, these victims were white. White on white crime. Read about it. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. Um, but not in this case. It's usually funny. It's not in this case. But um, yeah. So you know. Um, The series of events that took place on this night are very eerie to me for a lot of reasons, which I will explain now. Um, So about 15 minutes before the first shooting, um, police officers drove past, you know, Mr. Rittenhouse and uh, the other armed civilians who were claiming to be protecting the dealership that night. Um, And, you know... um, They were also claiming to have came there to provide aid to the protesters, like any like medical treatment or so to speak of that nature. And, you know, basically did the exact opposite. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Get your booster. Uh, (laughs) um, And, you know. Rittenhouse walks up to the officer carrying his rifle and they just have a lovely chat. You know, nothing, nothing to fear here from a 17 year old with a fucking assault rifle. Nothing at all. Um, and so later footage shows that Rittenhouse uh, is being chased by an unknown group of people into the parking lot of another dealership several blocks away. Um, and this uh, sort of happens, I believe, because he wasn't able to get back onto the dealership property that he was recently on or something like that. But um, the first shooting occurred. Um, so while Rittenhouse was being pursued by that group, um, an unknown gunman fires into the air, uh, though it's unclear why. But it wasn't anyone from that group because the footage shows a flash a little bit far off. Um, like the, the weapons muzzle flash appears in the footage. Um, and so Rittenhouse turns towards the sound of the gunfire as another pursuer lunges towards him from the same direction. And Rittenhouse fires four times and he shoots that man in the head on one of those shots. So he's basically dead on the scene at that point. Um, And, you know, I feel like most people are like, in this case, they could probably understand. But again, my whole thing is, why the fuck is he even there? You're not actually there to protest, which was peaceful. Um, But you decided to come and protect a dealership that has nothing to do with you. I think he just works there or something like that. Like, I I used to work at Target. There's no way that I'm getting an assault rifle and going down to the fucking Target to protect the Target. <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit just sounds so stupid to me, you know? But, <laughs> um, so the second shooting... Uh, occurred as several people were chasing him at this point um, because he had just shot somebody who, you know, didn't deserve it. This innocent person 
Um, and they're shouting, that's the shooter. They're basically trying to get this man in order to, you know, give him over to the police. Like, this is someone that shot someone. Um, and Rittenhouse is running, and he trips and falls to the ground. Typical horror movie stuff. And he fires four shots as three people rush towards him. At which they had no intention of... I mean, they didn't have any guns. So they weren't going to shoot the man. They were just going to hold him, you know? I don't know. If I was them, I might have stomped him out a little bit. But that would just be me. Um, but one person appears to be hit in the chest, falls to the ground. And another who is carrying... Oh, he's carrying a handgun. Um, is hit in the arm and runs away. Uh, which clearly, at all times, these people have a right to carry. So, you know, I guess that's okay. But, um, I don't know. I feel like one was more... I, I Anyway, let me continue the facts. So, Rittenhouse gunfire is mixed in with the sound of at least 16 other gunshots that ring out during this time. And the police, as this happens, police vehicles just one block away remain stationary during the gunfire. So, you know, all of this shit to me seems like a goddamn setup. But, you know, I, I'm i a conspiracy theorist. Um, and so Rittenhouse walks with his hands up towards the police vehicles. Bystanders are literally yelling out to the officers that he had just shot people. The police drive by him without stopping um, as they were on their way to assist the victims. But it's just like, okay, well, one, police don't have, like, first responder training. I feel like they have, I mean... They have certain, like, first aid training, I'm sure, but, like, I don't think enough to, like, just be treating gunshot wounds. Um, so I feel like if they had the shooter in sight, wouldn't it be smart to stop or have, it's it's seeming that there was a plethora of police, have certain people stop to unarm the shooter and that will automatically de-escalate the situation as the shooter is in custody. So, and then you can um, have another squadron go out to assist the victims, to calm people down, to assure them that things are going to be okay while you wait for medical aid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit just was weird to me. And that is why, like, I'm like, this is conspiracy. Like, this this is just so strange. It's almost like they were just okay with people being shot or just dying out there. And, you know, my whole thing, I do understand, so to speak, Rittenhouse mindset during all of this. Like, he could have generally been scared. You know, he is 17 years old. That's, I mean, people running at you and stuff like that is scary. However, again, I'm just focused on the fact that's one, why he was there. To why he felt the need to have a gun. Um, and three, it's just like... The main issue is a civilian basically got away with murdering two people. And that's not okay. Like, at a protest at that. So to me, that could set the tone 
this could have like domino effects down the line. This could have horrible ramifications because um, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm not saying that Rittenhouse isn't racist. I didn't look into it that much. Um, but the, it kind of gives a little loophole for people with racist intent to kill black and um, white allies or POC allies at protests and claim this same sort of scenario. And then they could also reference this case as a means to like, hey, so this has already occurred before. Like, this is kind of the same thing. And then someone else gets off for just shooting up a fucking uh, protest. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not saying that that's what happened here, but that is exactly what it sets the ground for. And that is why I am personally upset about it. I'm not saying he should have got life in prison or anything like that, but there should have been repercussions because people fucking died. That is not okay. So uh, just prayers to the families of those who lost people. Um, And I, like I said, prayers to um, Gage as uh, they recover and... I'm sure, well, I'm sure they probably almost, uh, well, depending on where they got shot, but that was a year ago. Um, apparently, whether it's justice or injustice, it takes for fucking ever to come to some type of end, you know, but um, just prayers up to the family, and I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, I feel like sooner than later, we're going to be shown the ramifications of this case, like, it's. It's inevitable with our country because it, yeah, we're not going to get into that kind of rant. But on the bright side, um, on the bright side, the verdict came out um, in the Ahmad Arbery case. Um, and after nine hours of deliberation, a jury found Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Brain Jr. guilty of murdering Ahmad Arbery, um, Arbery, I keep saying his name, last name, I've, that extra R on the front, but, um, all three defendants, uh, face nine charges involving murder, assault, and imprisonment, um, and rightfully so, uh, I'm so glad that these people are now behind bars and will be behind bars, and I pray that they stay behind bars and that nothing they always like will be like, yeah, uh, guilty verdict, yeah, so that it'll shut the public up. And then behind the scenes, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll exonerate you over like two years. You'll be good. And it's just like fucking annoying. Like niggas ain't gonna find out type shit. We gonna find out. But um, as now I'm gonna count this as as a positive. Um, but unfortunately, of course, uh, Ahmad lost his life uh, while jogging through a Georgia neighborhood called Satilla Shores. And Travis, along with his father, Gregory, and their neighbor, William, chased Ahmad down the street, imprisoned him with their trucks, and then killed him with a shotgun. Um, the criminal act took place on February, 2000 and, okay, February the 23rd, 2020, um, so just last year, and... Uh, Ahmad was just 25 years old. Um, he was 25 years old. Haven't even really begun to live. Again, like I said earlier um, about the 26-year-old, uh, 
our 20-somethings, we, we're still figuring out life. We're still trying to figure out who we are, what we want, and how we want to, you know, live our lives type thing. And those type of choices for the future we're taking from this man. Um, and it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, especially if you have seen the video. Uh, my heart literally races to the point of where I feel sick looking at that video because the fear I know that he felt with fucking trucks chasing him down as he's running for his life and then towards the end of the video how you see like he's trying to put up a fight for his life and try and get the gun out of that man's hand and he was shot and in the chest and how still after that he takes a few more steps trying to get away and his body just gives out on him and he drops to the ground it is absolutely I'm sorry I'm tearing up just like thinking about it in my head is it's absolutely unacceptable that this man was killed um and on top of that, like, it's just all the background info, just like, it's just so eerie. And this is why I do not fucking trust. I just, I am not a pro police person. <laughs> Clearly by my podcast. And it's, it's just because I don't think it's so wrong of the public to have such high expectations, high standards for the people who claim that they are supposed to serve and protect us. Is that so bad? If you're a civil certain, surely as a civilian, I should be able to have standards for you. <laughs> and I hold them under such a high, you know, um, underneath a, uh, a very firm magnifying glass because I expect the absolute best from these people. Again, that claim to serve and protect their communities. However, they did not do that for Ahmad, who was a member of their community. They let this video at which the McMichaels had turned over to them because they, in their little fucked up minds, thought that this was proof of self-defense. And that just honestly shows to me how racist they are. The fact that they're like, oh yeah, someone's going to see this and think self-defense. Like, no, bitch. You chased it, that boy down and murdered him. <laughs> like... There's, there's no way to spin that to where it's going to work in your favor, buddy. I know you, I know America is, is fucked up, but under this high profile of a case with that type of evidence against you, yeah, you're going down, but they turned it over. The police had the fucking video for 74 days, 74 days. They had that shit in their fucking Oh, just thinking about that, like, and they just was what, <laughs> I don't know what they was doing, like, uh, well, actually, we know what they were doing, they were doing nothing, nothing, so much, so much so of nothing that the, uh, Governor Kemp, even with all his fucked upness, had to send out the GBI, which is the, the Georgia uh, Bureau of Investigation, to take over this case, because they're like, what the fuck, how did this fucking slip out? And y'all ain't arrested nobody. <laughs> like, just neglect. Just pure neglect. And 
I just... I'm just so glad that the people of this community got wind of this and they pushed and pushed and pushed until something happened because that this 25 year old deserves justice at at this point in time. That means that uh, the McMichaels and uh, Brian Jr. had 74 days and 73 nights of just uninterrupted peace. (laughs) they were eating dinner like normal. They were carrying on with their lives normally as if they hadn't, they are not murderers. (laughs) They were allowed to live regularly while this family, the family, uh, the, uh, Arbery family was in complete loss, complete shock, complete emotional chaos. They felt no rest because they had to bury their family member while, the McMichaels and everyone else just keeps going on about their regular lives like nothing happened. Like, just another, just another Manic Monday. Like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm hoping, one, I'm hoping they got some money because <laughs> this type of, like, uh, neglect in an investigation should not have gone, like, they need monetary compensation on top of this guilty verdict. Like, I hope that the family gets some money for emotional, um, for emotional distress, uh, from the, either where they needs to be from Georgia, whoever the fuck needs to be sued. I hope they get it. Um, or have gotten it. Okay. Um, of course, money is never going to replace the life of a family member. Um, Neither is a guilty verdict, but at least it's a start to at least admitting that there was something that was wrong done. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? But, uh, and all, all in all, uh, I'm just, this is a relief. We still have a lot of work to do, though, especially for this fucking country. I tell you what, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And until it's done, I won't. Can I can't consider myself a part of this country. Of course, I'm an American citizen by paper, by birthright. But I don't feel American. Like, I just don't. Um, I, I remember uh, either watching this short clip or I guess reading. It was either reading or a clip. I can't remember. But someone was expressing as well, like, how it feels to be African-American. You don't feel like an American. Half the time, like, you know how people put their flags of their, uh, of where they're from and their bio and stuff like that? I would never fucking do that because I don't claim this country before to speak. We're all, uh, we have our own, like, you know, our own niche, our own communities, our own way of communicating with each other and things of that nature. And to be honest, it's other black people that feel like home, that feel like my country. It's it's being in black spaces that make me feel like I'm a part of something, like I have solidarity in something. It is not this fucking country, I tell you that. <laughs> I don't agree with half of the values that this country holds. I'm not patriotic. I, of course, am not a domestic ca- terrorist of any sorts, FBI listeners, but um, I, I'm allowed to critique. I'm allowed to want better. For a country that has owed my people everything. I'm allowed that space. And until I feel like we have gotten full justice. 
not just for Ahmad, not just for um, even the victims of Kyle uh, Rittenhouse, who were white, but they were allies nonetheless. Um, even for 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 that, for George Floyd, um, for Breonna Taylor. For every single injustice that has been done towards our people since the beginning of, literally since, I guess you could say beginning of society, since the beginning of white supremacy, since the beginning of colonization, since the beginning of all of these things, we are owed something. And I don't feel like I will ever feel at rest or easy until I've gotten it. And I highly doubt it will be in my lifetime. But I hope at some point in time, I'll feel rest in my spirit when I'm long gone. <laughs> I hope I feel a rest in my spirit about the state of this world. Because it's um, truly frightening. I You cannot explain to someone what it's like to be black. Not just in America, but in the world. You can't explain to someone how that feels. And of course, here in America, it's definitely, uh, have it has its own flavor. Um, but racism comes in many shapes, sizes, and forms, but it's all the same. It's all hatred because of skin color. And when you think about that, it's like, I can't, (laughs) I can't even take you seriously. Like, I don't know. And so I don't care how many degrees you may have or whatever, or how much money you have, to me, you're an idiot. You're ignorant. You're um, a nincompoop <laughs> for hating someone for the color of their skin, for hating, and, and even towards hating people for other various things, for hating people for who they love, for hating people for um, their religion and things of that nature. Like Those are very shallow things to hate someone for. <laughs> very, very shallow things for things that people can't change. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of nuts. Uh, and it's stupid. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm done ranting on that, that end tip. I know I kind of went on like some, <laughs> I got into the zone, like auto zone. But, uh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm gonna end it here, the, the entire episode here. But, I just want to say one last thing, which is that to all my black and brown people, please stay safe in these streets and understand that, like, um, I want us all to live nice, carefree lives and be who we are without ridicule, without the, the fear of white stares and things of that nature, of white judgment. Um, but I also... We have to understand and be mindful uh, when we're in predominantly white spaces that we are black. And to them, that means everything. Um, Yeah, so be safe. Um, I love each and every one of you. And um, no justice, no peace. I'm sorry, you know me, I can't. I can't be serious to save my life. But, um, yeah, love you all, and I hope everything is well. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.